have I got a short story for you. Yes, still playing with the intro on these. Imagine packing up your entire life into a two-door that might or may not be a hatchback and just driving for hours looking for a fresh start. Now do that twice. Of course, it ends the way you think it does on yo mama's couch. But first, a word from today's sponsor, AndrePsyche.com. Yes, AndrePsyche.com is that what? Cute, quaint, corner store boutique with all sorts of neat and original merch that you had no idea existed because Amazon has all of your attention with their Prime memberships. Let me save you a little bit of time if you're looking for something unique and unseen. Just go to AndrePsyche.com and check out all of his products. We are talking about literature, clothing, paintings, prints, accessories, music, poetry, and best of all, if you want something that has never been made but can be, all you have to do is message Andre for the completely customized 100% unique gift with all sorts of intricate details that only you and the one you love, who you are gifting to, will know about. Go to AndrePsyche.com and let your spirit guide you through all of the options. I guarantee that you're going to find something worth checking out for the same reason we here at the Getting to Know You pod love his site, because each and every item has a story behind it. Nothing is made. Everything is created on AndrePsyche.com. We are also brought to you by us, the Getting to Know You Pod. <laughs> if you're listening to this short story, do us a favor. Please rate and review in whatever app you pushed play in. Also, can you friend and follow the Getting to Know You Pod, all one word? We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Finally, we are seeking sponsors and advertisers to partner with. We are downloaded all across America and in countries around the world. So if you have a brand or business and are looking to increase views, clicks, encounters, purchases, all you got to do is message us through any of the aforementioned social media platforms. Our rates are extremely reasonable. And I guarantee you will love getting to know us. And now, getting to know just a little part of you. Hello. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. I'm going to do a terrific show today. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like me. Because I'm good enough. Getting to know you. Putting it my way, but nicely. I'm smart enough. You are precisely. And doggone it. When, um, what was the last decision or what was the last moment that made you feel that way, that you sought out your friends to do that? Um, I went through a divorce, actually. I um, got married and started building this life. And then I was, I, I kind of had this wake up call one day, but you know, I've, I've been building this life and now it's kind of not really the life that I was looking to build. Um, what should I do about it? And I pulled some cards for myself and then I had some, some, some friends pull for me neutrally as well to compare, um, you know, the, the reading based on feelings and emotions versus neutral parties, um, and ended up leaving that marriage and starting completely from scratch. So 
I did consult a few people <laughs> before, <laughs> I, <laughs> before I left on that one. Um, but yeah, it did really help me gain kind of a clear view of, of what I was dealing with outside of just the feelings and the um, humanness. You know? Right. Dude, the valid, that's, uh, that's again, God, another thing I didn't think about is like, um, that's interesting to have two to three or different people lay out some tarot cards and see if they actually match up to like validate. It's almost like data points plotting, you know? Yep. And it does, and it can kind of work like that, huh? You're like, oh my God, if three different people are seeing the same thing, then it's just that much more affirming. Yeah, and then then you swear at the sky or something. (laughs) (laughs) Curse the ground. (laughs) Strike your trident. Um, What was, so was it just like the typical, you were on path of like an American, stereotypical white picket fence, PTO mom kind of a life that was unfulfilling or? Yeah. um, So I went through a a bunch of loss um, very rapidly and moved to upstate New York to start fresh. Um, I did a kind of lifetime movie only what I could fit in my car 600 miles up the coast sleeping on the couch of a stranger um starting fresh with nothing and met someone who was also in a position of starting over and we started this hustle of okay we've got to get our lives together get jobs get an apartment um build this life up and it was very removed socially. It was very closed off. Um, it was very withdrawn. It was very codependent. Um, so we established a life, um, but it was a very bland, um, boring life for me. And being somebody that now I am in an aerialist in the circus and I read tarot and I'm in a homosexual relationship. So it's a far contrast from the nine to five, um, build a American dream life that I kind of did. Oh, and so was that with a man then? Yes. Oh, wow. That is lifetime movie ish. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would be, I would, I could do a series. It would be good. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Do you, it was part of it, part of the unhappiness or part of the unsettled. And I shouldn't put the words, you can correct any words that I say. And if I misspeak was part of it, the fact that you're homosexual and you're with a partner, a heterosexual partner. Is that? No, no, I'm bisexual. Um, that's never been a, an issue for me. Um, it wasn't about gender, but it was a very traditional life. I, um, played worship music in the church and had Sunday dinners with the family and it was just very routine and I'm not if you if you can't tell I'm not that not that person wow that dude that's amazing to me so early on in your younger years life not that you're not young now (laughs) um early on you're kind of around this spiritualness with the Tara your sister your mother people are coming over and you do this pivot to upstate New York and go church wife uh-huh, and uh-huh. then back to the Tara. Yep. Well, I've always been, you know, 
spiritually seeking. And in that time in my life, I was very vulnerable and starting fresh. My partner at the time was and is Christian and is involved in church. Um, And it wasn't hard for me to translate, like, I believe in something to connecting that and calling that God. And I just don't call that God anymore. Um, But it wasn't a leap to connect. My struggle was with the the structure and the other beliefs that are required. And that's why I I reverted back to heathenism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think like the spirituality, as far as um, transferring it, it's almost like if you know how to be a server or a bartender, you can kind of take those skills and the restaurant, there's a little thing here and there about the menu, how you mix a drink, but on the totality of it, the skills just transfer. So mm-hmm. the, the different... it's like I play guitar and stringed instruments. I have several. If you can play guitar, you can kind of play the bass. Right. You can pick up the mandolin. You can pick up a banjo. They're all straight. Yeah, because and it's funny that all these religions and spiritual practices really have some very universal facts that make it very easy to understand what to do. Um, even regardless of like language, you can figure out what to do. Um, and I love that. And I now consider myself an omnist. Um, I think all religions are valid. They all hold some universal truth and they all get some things wrong. Um, but I think they all, we're all pleading to that same cloud or that source or whatever in our own ways. And I don't think any of those can be invalidated unless they invalidate each other. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I, I was reading about um, the Comanches and it was funny because the Comanches weren't very spiritual until they figured it helped them in some way. But on totality, they just like, they kind of just liked to party and they kind of just liked what they were, but they were more pragmatic. And I feel like a lot of times with religion, if people can look at it more in that pragmatic way of do your beliefs kind of help you just to be a good person? Like, I think we can all kind of just know what a good person is. And if the answer is yes, it's like, cool, then be with that belief system. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate yeah, you being a good person. That's how you have to do it. Do it that way. If this <laughs> and, angle works for you, do it that yeah. way. And it was funny because just reading about the Comanches who were warriors, they were just so indifferent. Like they didn't care about your religious beliefs. They were just like, is it working? Cool. Are you, are you against yeah, us? Yeah. Killing then it. We're going to have a problem. <laughs> yeah. It was just such a basic, simple way to live. It didn't overcomplicate their power structures and hierarchies weren't there. You could like swap tribes and it's not a big deal. And then like you think about some people, like the pressure that a Christian can feel just changing a church. <laughs> and it's like, why, exactly. why do you feel that kind of if you pressure? go from Methodist to Presbyterian right. or God forbid Pentecostal, yeah, oh, you man. know, <laughs> that's a whole thing. Yeah. Did you, were you ever guilted or did you go through a part of guilt when you went, when you got into the Christianity because of the Terra past or like the spiritual past or no? Yes. So it was very um, frowned upon to discuss that out loud, to discuss my sexuality out loud. It was all very like, okay, you're going to be who you are, but keep it quiet. Um, Oh, wow. Which was difficult for me. I'm like, okay, you know, I, in my heart, have found a way to um, 
let my belief and my existence coexist and not invalidate one over the other. Why can't the rest of the world? And I think that's why it was very short lived for me because, you know, how can you subscribe to a system that tells you that who you are intrinsically is incorrect? Gotcha. So, and again, not being overly ignorant, just trying to get the understanding. So you're bisexual at this time with this man. Like he knows you're bisexual going into this relationship. Yes. Yeah, man. That's a hard sell in a church. And then especially if you're like some pagan card reader on top of it. (laughs) Right? Wow. I uh, am. I'm a difficult one to bring home to mother. I'm going to (laughs) be. It would depend on the mother though, right? Right. I mean, like, yeah, but it's part of my charm. It's part right? of my charm. Wow. Yeah. That, that it's kind of interesting to me that even despite all that, I wonder if it's like the, we're going to pray the blank out of you mentality. Oh, oh yeah. Was it? Some, yeah. There was some of that. Yeah. How wide was the circle that knew about your past and your present um, at the time? <laughs> um, in New York. Yeah. Two or three people, my ex-husband included. My ex-husband, I had a sister up there um, and her partner. That's probably the extent of who was aware of who I I truly was at my core. Gotcha. Man, yeah, that's – and then you just go to this church, and I'm sure you're feeling like this not only guilt, but this almost like hypocrisy of just not being true. And, yeah, no wonder, man. That would would eat me up for sure. And it's funny because I never felt like hypocrisy in myself because to me, um, being able to connect to that source energy, to that God energy was a one-on-one relationship connection. So the perception of a preacher or a congregation or what have you and their imposed beliefs on my connection with that source are just their beliefs. But they I never – Somehow, now looking back on it, I was, I'm I'm thankful that I never let that, I never internalized that and made it feel like I was wrong. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess I'm thinking about just me as an internalist. Like it would, if you're trying to fit in, um, without being you, I don't know. Like it, that's just, that just makes it a very hard wake up. It makes it a very hard car ride. It makes it a very hard yeah. <laughs> day in the pew to be like, I know it's almost like this weird inauthentic ritual at this point, which completely defies the whole point of spirituality and beliefs, you know? And like, I and I think to understand that you really have to know me personally as a person being, you know, spiritually diverse and sexually diverse and all of these other things. I, my entire life, adult life, at least have felt like I've lived in defiance. Like, so I'm okay. This is who I am. This is what I believe. And so there's this very overt um, having to state my presence, having to demand space. Um, so it was a different transitioning into a church setting to still do that, but more quietly and passively. So I didn't have to overtly scream, okay, this is how I live. This is what I do. Um, but you know, internally hold that, you know, I'm not going to let anyone take a part of me. I'm still going to be me. No one's going to invalidate me as a human. 
and keep that inside. I really think it shaped me as a person. Right. Hmm. Um, you have, it has to, right. Or yeah. you, you start to internalize those things and go, maybe I am wrong. Maybe this part of me is bad or what have you. So you kind of have to pick a side of I'm going to stand in defiance of the culture and be who I am, or you start to let it seep in. Did, like, did he know it was over or did you go super extreme lifetime and you just left and you did the note? <laughs> um. So he knew it was over the day I was like, Hey, I don't think we're going to do this anymore. And then I didn't have any real friends or a social circle up there. So I left and stayed with a coworker um, and slept on a coworker's couch <clears throat> for like two weeks. Wow. Just that blunt, huh? Hey man, not doing yeah. it anymore. Yeah. Hey, hey, I've made a decision. You want to hear about it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, is that dinner time? Is that like pillow talk time? Is that first thing you're just sitting there at the, table waiting with a cup of coffee for him to come out the bedroom door and you're like hey man i'm out i think that was after dinner um like all right so you know that was a good meal (laughs) let's uh, (laughs) let's talk about something else (laughs) i got a full belly um how was he with it like did he accept it or try to fight back for it uh, initially he took it pretty rough. Um, we are now what I would consider friends, um, long distance, casual friends. We've okay. messaged here and there. We've, there's been healing. He now sees more that I was headed just in a different direction and than he was. And I think now he understands that and we yeah. can be cordial. Yeah. Right. Cause you wouldn't want to be in a relationship with someone that at their core is just unhappy and not them. Like it would just be right. such an unfulfilling relationship and it would bring such bad energy to that relationship. Right. I think at first he took it as like, you know, he had done something wrong or he needed to do more or he needed to do things differently. Like it was an attack. Yeah. But I think over time he came to realize that it was just headed in a different direction. Um, and for us to both be happy and exist and have the lives that we wanted, we had to part. Right. Um, but now I think we are on those terms where, okay, we can be friends and be headed in different directions and wish each other well. How long ago was it? Um, two years ago. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a good amount of time. That's a couple seasons to kind of give you time yeah. to reflect and think. And what were you, so man, God, you, you left, go to New York. Now you left and now you're on a couch for two weeks. In your thought process, what's your mind like at night when you're trying to go to sleep? Just like four bottles of red wine deep and you're just like <laughs> <laughs> I actually plotting. was um because my ex was in recovery, is in recovery. I was sober at the time. So it was just clear mind, all right, we're just never gonna sleep again. We're just gonna lay here and watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia and think about our life choices <laughs> that brought us to this point. And I'm now become Thanks to Taryn, who I've thought about, and I should have asked had I been a better equipped, more insightful podcast host. I wonder if Taryn has gotten any blowback for being a white female whose name so closely resembles and sounds like Karen. Something to think about. 
not saying you have to change your name, Taryn, if you've made it this far, because um, you are the first and only Taryn that I have ever known. Love the name, love the spelling, and I loved getting to know you. Thank you so much for coming on. And you listeners, if you would like to get to know more of Taryn and her wonderful stories and lives, perspectives, and knowledge, um, make sure to subscribe to the Getting to Know You podcast. Her full episode will be released tomorrow. Also, thanks to AndrePsyche.com for sponsoring the Getting to Know You pod. Please take a moment right now. Did you do it yet? www.andrepsyche.com for unique, thoughtful merch with a story behind it that you are not going to find or hear anywhere else. And before you stop listening, I know we're just so pushy. Speaking of pushy, push the subscribe button on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Google, wherever you pushed play to hear this podcast. Your support is appreciated and instrumental in our quest for advertisers and sponsors. How else can you help your thinking? Well, friend and follow the Getting to Know You pod on Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter. And finally, referrals, word of mouth. If you or someone you know would like to expand your market and get word out about your brand or product, consider partnering with and advertising on the Getting to Know You pod. Pard? Pod. Our rates are extremely reasonable and we are just starting up. So, so much like all of our guests, we would appreciate you believing in what we are doing because that's what the guests have done. They believe in the Getting to Know You pod. If you want to advertise and partner with us, all you have to do is message us through any of our social media platforms. Au revoir.